0: everybody and welcome to the this is nothing podcast sifting through the wreckage of pop culture by arguing for the non-essential my name is matt rossi
1: and uh my name is nate anderson and uh, we're here in portland oregon in the green room
0: yeah we uh (laughs) my light bulbs in this room can be set to different colors and we were trying to decide on what the podcast color is we decided it's green although it's Still feels like spooky season with green on.
1: Yeah, well, we have one light on the table here that is green all the without time, without question. And then, so <laughs> I was, uh, I wanted the ceiling light to be red, so then the room was brown and basking in a brown glow.
0: Yeah, that's like the second time that you've uh, you've brought this to my attention. I that, thought like this,
1: I thought that's how fucking color science works. It is exactly how color science works, although it doesn't work with like light as much as I would think it would. That's like when you mix tomato sauce with spinach, <laughs> yeah, Something green. it turns into brown. That's true. Because but it turns into poop in your body. I don't
0: know why it doesn't really do that with color, though, it seems like. Like, paints, definitely. I'd say paints is, like, the most prominent. Crayons? Crayons. Thanks. <laughs> 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 hey, so kind of like paint, but, you know, different medium. Colored pencils. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun living here, though. Uh, I've been cooking some cool stuff. It's officially soup season. So I switched into carrot ginger soup because Nate's stomach is out to fucking get him right now.
1: Yep, it's, that's it. it. was good.
0: It's yeah, it's been solid. But like, so I've been doing a lot of cooking. Nate's been preaching that he wants to do some cooking. I I want to know what things you like to make. Not to put you on the spot, because I got some like I got some go to recipes. I made mushroom bolognese, which is like kind of like a wine based. I mean, I don't know if you could say it's wine based, but it's just it's mushrooms and wine and uh, you know just a bunch of other vegetables. Yeah, it was a
1: pretty weird cocktail. Um,
0: <laughs> Put it in the blender over ice. It's fantastic. The juicer had a really hard time with the mushrooms, though. I, I mean, I I don't uh, I don't really have
1: go to recipes. I just will pick out something new based on what I have in the fridge. that's okay. kind of how it is. And then I'm like, oh, I just need a couple things. I think so. It's I'm- like it's like you know, tom yum soup, Thai soup. And that's good and easy. And then just chili is just fucking beans. Yeah, you know?
0: I'm ready for chili. I want to get a crock pot, dude.
1: We cracked the... We cracked of por- course. <laughs> what, what was that made out
0: of? <laughs> Nate got one dish when we were on the trip back to Washington from Denver. And it was like this awesome, like, what would you call it? Like a, a Dutch oven type dish. And I put it on the stovetop for 30 seconds. And it... <laughs> It split right down the middle, which
1: was such a bummer. Um, I don't know what I like to make though. I, I'm I'm just thinking about it. I don't have go-tos, so I just usually just like stir fry some veg and then make like rice or noodles or something.
0: I don't know why, but the way you said stir fry some veg was like very frat, bro. Like I'm a I'm gonna like I'm gonna go hang out with this chick and stir fry some veg if you know what I mean. Uh, I don't stir fry some veg, bro. Oh, okay. It's gross. It's horrible. Put it in. It's good that you're fucking...
1: skillet. <laughs> and food
0: food metaphors of hooking up with somebody. It's horrible.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I we're officially in soup season. What would you say? What's like a did your mom ever make something that felt like a down home meal, like a fall holiday meal
1: of any sort? She made uh cookies that looked like little turkeys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait <this> is, <laughs> are they the ones that you slice yeah and they all look okay yeah because I was, you put I was, a little
1: candy corn head
0: i was thinking that she takes like a ball of cookie dough and then she puts like a i don't know like a, a caramel a candy corn in it for the beak and then like sticks i don't know what would be feathers in this case
1: i, I don't know that's what i was thinking she makes a three-dimensional
0: turkey cookie yeah which I think would be bad. Now I want to do that. Now I need to figure out how to make the perfect turkey cookie. Yeah,
1: I mean it's not out of turkey. <laughs> it's not making
0: turkey turkey meat and shoving it into chocolate chip cookie dough. Oh, <laughs> yum
1: yum yum. Uh, yeah, no, I mean it's uh, cornbread casserole is pretty much the fall Ooh. down oh. home. It's I haven't best. even
0: thought about that. Would be fucking good. Yeah,
1: with mushroom gravy oh what yeah is this like biscuits and gravy
0: but just with like
1: with corn, cornbread yeah, cornbread oh casserole fucking and then God. you just you just i mean basically it's just like mushroom soup but oh. you just get your own mushrooms and
0: i'm gonna make the shit out of that this week that's good yeah we're definitely making oh that's that shit. That's,
1: that's that's a couple weeks out probably
0: what what are you waiting for <laughs> 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 we got thanksgiving coming right around the bend that's leftover season baby and since we're just driving up and back, that means leftovers, son. We're yeah. actually gonna have legit leftovers this year. For
1: and two you know, families. Uh we're not really we're not doing anything. My family's not doing anything.
0: Yeah, I think you're gonna come hang out with my family.
1: Then why would why are there two?
0: Because you get a whole thing of Tupperware and I got a whole thing of Tupperware.
1: I don't get a whole thing of Tupperware.
0: Yeah, you do from my parents.
1: They're your parents.
0: Yeah. That's okay, how it I works. get I get a it's like having divorce like I get know. a tupperware
1: from Doug, you get <laughs>
0: Yeah, I get whatever Doug gives you and whatever Kim gives me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. God, turkey sandwiches. Mm. A turkey soup? Dude, have you Pass- ever actually made a turkey?
1: Made a turkey.
0: Have you ever given birth to a turkey and watched it grow up and
1: cut its head off?
0: Had to cry the day that you bring it outside and <laughs> <laughs>
1: after it was birthed
0: from your humanly womb?
1: Uh I, yeah. No.
0: You've never dressed one though for like no. for Thanksgiving. I did it last year.
1: Uh, it's ha ah, ye- you. shove your hand up in not- there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean- <laughs>
0: like the good, like the good, good bits from Friends and or uh, uh, Seinfeld. Both both '90s sitcoms that weirdly had a turkey bit in them. Now that I'm thinking about it,
1: that's called fisting.
0: Yeah, some view it as fisting. I mean, the Native Americans when they taught us how to do it, you know. It definitely wasn't called fisting, but it was the gross Americanized version of what we do. Uh,
1: I'm a vegetarian, so, <laughs> and I have been for a long time, but you and so I haven't shoved my wrist into a turkey's anus any recently.
0: You did tell me in Covenants, though, that's the part that you miss most about being a vegetarian. You it, still wish you could shove that, that good, delicious bread stuff into its anal cavity and just feel your fist... Tighten and release.
1: I don't like food that makes me sleepy.
0: <laughs> fisting makes Nate real sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> He's like, it's the tryptophan. And we're like, bud, you haven't even eaten any of that turkey. <laughs> you just keep fisting it. <laughs> but it's worth a shot. I mean, like, it's... It seems like it's gonna be grosser than it is because uh, nowadays they like take the entrails and they put them in a little bag for you. It's kind of weird. Uh, it comes with like a sack lunch. Okay. Like you reach inside and there's a little sack of like all the gross shit, and they they say you're supposed to like boil that shit down and make like gravy and stuff out of it. And I was just like, I can't like the neck and stuff. I mean, um, no. <laughs> no, we're on a sliding scale of vegetarians and meat eaters, and I would say that I'm definitely on the sliding scale of like I could be vegetarian. <laughs> like, there's a lot of shit that this I- is
1: a bag of horrors. Like,
0: dude, I legit got sad when I boiled a crab for the first time in years, like a couple months ago. I legit got very upset doing yeah. it, and like I couldn't watch him in the pot, and like it uh-uh. sucked breaking him apart, and like. It sucks because I'm saying him because I like
1: yeah <laughs> I, like, Yeah, really. yeah the, the personification of uh, food animals is where vegetarianism starts.
0: Yeah. You know what was fucked up about that crab is I went, how are we going to get the crab home? It's like a two-hour drive. And the lady takes the crab out of the pot and just shoves him into a bed of ice. And then she's like wrapping up all of our other shit. And then at the last minute, she oh, takes some ice, throws it in awful. a bag, and shoves him in it. And he just doesn't move. They Awful. just like go catatonic when they're when they're that cold and but it's still alive. I mean it's still like I kept waiting for the bag to like come out of the back seat and it well, just yeah. freaked me out. Yeah,
1: God help us if uh if we find out plants have feelings. I mean They do. There's people <laughs> yeah, there's
0: people already there, my man. Yeah. Like the movie Avatar was already filmed, so it's we know what we're doing <laughs> at this point. It would be it would be kind of comical in like a TV or movie sense to hear a bunch of trees screaming on Christmas. Like,
1: Yeah. Veggie tales. <laughs>
0: yeah. The Christmas trees teaching us about Christ. Oh, They're, that's fun. Yeah. They definitely, the Christian uh, TV folks really missed their chance with that one, bringing, yeah. a, bringing a Christmas tree into the cast of Veggie Tales for Christmas time.
1: Yeah. The tree that the cross that Jesus was nailed to was made out of. <laughs> That trick. (laughs)
0: They interview them. (laughs) Well, speaking of interview, um, I'm here to interview Nate, I guess. I don't know. There was a segue there. Uh, But um, yeah, welcome to This Is Nothing podcast. If this is your first time listening, we are here to find all the useless Wikipedia articles on the internet for you, and we are going to present them to you and decide which one we think... uh, doesn't need to exist anymore. And then that gets put on a list. And then uh, once we've done this podcast for a year, which we have deemed as May, uh, I'm going to bring that list down to Wikipedia headquarters, and we're going to tell them why it doesn't need to be there anymore. So with that in mind, uh, me and Nate do some Wikipedia searching through Wiki Roulette. So we are going to uh, shake things up a bit. Um, So let us... What's the word we say? (laughs) shuffle <laughs> let's do the wikipedia shuffle here it goes
1: green light red light green light stop signs bolognese mushrooms of the forest Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right i think i went first last week nate you got anything good for us this week,
1: yeah, two uh first one is Jack Black
0: no way, no way you got Jack Black, Jack, On just a random search.
1: Jack Black was a rat uh. catcher and mole destroyer <laughs> from England during the middle of the nineteenth century <laughs> <laughs>
2: mole destroyer. <laughs> uh,
1: he cut a striking figure in his self made, quote, uniform of green top coat, scarlet waistcoat, breeches with a huge leather sash inset, and cast iron rats.
0: Okay, so I'm to believe <laughs> based off of the way they're describing this, he was not, nobody else was doing this. He was the first person doing what he was doing. Am I wrong?
1: He uh, promoted himself as the Queen's official rat catcher.
0: Okay, so this is a self appointed role. Yeah. This guy is the Charlie Kelly of the UK. Is that where we're coming from with yeah. this one? Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he. Uh, <laughs>
0: this guy is a guy with a bat. <laughs> this guy's basically a superhero. He's a vigilante, but his vigilantism is towards small rodents.
1: He, yeah, uh, he, he's a pretty joyous guy. He's interviewed in a book. um... And uh, he tells stories about how many times he almost died from uh, infected rat bites. <laughs> so Not
0: necessarily a captivating story. <laughs> well, he got me about a week ago, and uh, it's just been getting bigger and bigger. And uh, penicillin, and uh, I'm just hoping my heart don't stop, that's all. Praise be to the queen. <laughs> uh,
1: so he would also domesticate rats and breed them. As pets.
0: Why did you say that like it was obvious, like it was a given, like this is supposed to happen?
1: Uh, he, yeah, wanted to... Um, I don't understand the sentence. Uh, he domesticated colored rats as pets, mainly, as Black observed, two well-bred young ladies to keep in squirrel cages. <laughs> So, I
0: hope he means rats. I hope he means female rats. This gets
1: a lot different soon. Okay. So hold well, on Well, it here. started
0: pretty different when I thought my <laughs> beloved friend, Jack Black, the school of rock man
1: yep. with
0: the brave eyebrows that I adore was what we were talking about.
1: He invented... Uh, no, nope. Fa- fancy rats.
0: <laughs> okay, so you can't just develop something nobody wants and say that you made it.
1: The establishment of fancy rats. Um,
0: <laughs> what? It's a whole chapter. <laughs> no way.
1: Yeah, he uh, uh, he uh, bred and sold different. Colors of fancy rats to who the fancy to keep in golden gilded cages for the rich people. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for the elite. Yes. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. The original rat fancy lasted until 1931. From when to? It's from the 1850s. 18- to
0: 1931. Uh huh. Rich people were keeping fancy rats. Yeah, the, the format made in- some fancy.
1: I don't have a clue.
0: They could tell time or
1: something. They just look good, I guess.
0: They just—they're fucking sexy rats, bud.
1: Yeah, I mean, this it's guy like, started a whole thing.
0: Look at the fucking dump truck ass on that rat, buddy. That's that's fun to keep around in the golden
1: cage. So the modern rat fancy was revived in the 70s with the formation of the National Fancy Rat Society.
0: No. Come on. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I'm gonna look up some fancy rats here. But oh, yeah, that's it. Please do. Oh um, my god. Yeah. So this guy was the rat murderer, mole destroyer, and then uh, he uh, sold rats to the rich.
0: Hey man, pretty weird that he does the same thing that most house cats do, and probably not as good as they do. So how is this guy? So he was. I I imagine that Jack Black was. Running around. Oh, no. This guy's basically a superhero. You realize that, right?
1: First sentence of the Fancy Rats sub-segment that I just clicked on is, Fancy Rats were originally targets for blood sport in 18th and 19th century (laughs) Europe. (laughs)
0: Okay, this makes a lot more sense now.
1: So it's it's like cage matches,
0: I guess? Yeah, it's not sexy rat with good lip filler wearing revealing dress. It's rat that I wish to hunt That's I don't understand how they're like there's any sport there though. Like what's the there's small- You make them fight each other.
1: I don't know. They make them fight each
0: other. I guess uh
1: Yeah. No, it'd be so cute though. Rats are kinda cute. Oh god. (laughs) Okay, so they throw the blood sport of rat baiting. (laughs) You said you said masturbating wrong. (laughs) So yeah, I guess they just throw a bunch of rats in, like, a cage and then throw a hungry cat in there. And then if you're a rat...
0: <laughs> that's fun, though. <laughs> that's fun to me. I don't mind that. That's natural. That's that's the real circle of life.
1: Oh, God. No, it's worse. Okay. <laughs> it involves... Like,
0: I keep... I keep... I like, keep- <laughs> the silver lining is falling down yeah. around me as I grasp for it like a ladder. So rat
1: baiting... Um. Involved filling a pit with rats and then placing bets on how long it would take a terrier to kill all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem like a worthwhile species?
0: investment. Like, this guy's handpicking these sexy rats he thinks are going to get to hang out. But uh, quite the contrary. <laughs> They're Jesus these, Christ. He's handpicking rats to die. This is yeah. like the Hunger Games. No, but there's
1: like best-in-show rats... I, man, I don't know. There's a lot more information. Than- I mean,
0: we're living in a day and age where a rat taught a young man how to cook good food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think it's hard for a, this is a hard thing for us to swallow that Remy the rat, you know, if he had been born just twenty thirty years before, would not have achieved his glory as a as a two stars, two two beautiful Michelin star chef.
1: Uh, yeah rats are good chefs um, so I think that. we're
0: focusing on the rats though we really got to focus on the vigilante that is Jack Black from the f- from the past
1: there's an image of him with his rat in a cage
0: <laughs> despite all of his rage he's still just a man with a cage <laughs>
1: uh, he was never he never had a royal warrant so he just went her out
0: that's what I'm saying yeah. he's like a vigilante yeah, he
1: just caught rats and sold rats and did rat stuff made him fuck
0: Nate, if there was ever a superhero movie that you and I could write.
1: It's Jack Black's life story. It's
0: Jack Black's life story. <laughs> Can you imagine like a scenario where like in Spider-Man he's like sewing his costume up and he's getting his he's getting his bats and his cages and his small is tools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The most. I like the idea of setting up some like mundane uh, feature like this, but set in like a Marvel superhero, you know billion dollar budget type thing I uh I relate a lot to this man he saw he saw a hole and he filled it come to realize that that hole was already filled by local cats yep so he decided instead of his initial goal he is just gonna sell rats well yeah to we people.
1: know yeah and we know that um a lot of like what made the bubonic plague. Was uh, people people were thinking that it was the street cats that was spreading it, yeah. but it was the rats. Yeah. So then they killed the cats, and then the rats exploded. <laughs> so.
0: Is that actually true that the yeah. rats exploded for the black plague? Yeah. Oh God, that's how they get like this zombie shit. Yeah. Exploding bodies. Well, that's uh I guess we could forget this man, but I don't want yeah, to. No, the screenplay starts today.
1: Fancy Rats. The story of Fancy Rats. Fancy Rats does seem like the name of a thrift store somewhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for my topic? Yeah. Is it
1: extermination? You're fucking
0: based? not, though. All right. <laughs> You're going to hate the first
1: two words that come out of my mouth. Yep. Silent birth. Nope. Yep. <laughs> This is a well, I'm not gonna guess. Go ahead. <laughs> this comes from our good good friend L. Ron Hubbard. Oh no. Yeah.
0: Scientologist extraordinaire, my man. Um I got this after like my third my third shuffle. I was so excited. I've never gotten such a good topic in such a short amount of time. Silent birth, sometimes known as the quiet birth. Okay. Is a birthing procedure advised by Mr. L. Ron Hubbard advocated by Scientologists in which everyone attending the birth should refrain from spoken words uh, as much as possible.
1: That sounds pretty middle of the road for what I thought this was going to be. And where chatty
0: doctors and nurses shouts to push, 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 and louder laughing remarks. Fucked up. Nobody's laughing. (laughs) It's ugly. Uh, To be... uh, to encourage this birth to happen, those should be avoided. That's what they're saying. So nobody, Take it. yeah, nobody oh. speaks. <laughs> Could you imagine the amount everything of everything? Okay, yeah, the amount of the energy in the room, and when everybody have to stay silent. Um, so the reason that this exists is because, uh, uh, in quotes, any words spoken are recorded in the reactive mind okay. and can have an uh, aberrative effects on the mother and child, oh God, uh Hubbard believed that breaking the silence during childbirth with words could adversely affect the child later in life.
1: What about with music?
0: yeah, I mean like where does the where is the line for like is breathing is making like is, uh, doing things like eh, eh? you know like oh <laughs> child's child's born uh, 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 uh.
1: what if the child makes the noises?
0: That's what I'm saying. Child's already making noises. There's no way the birth is just going to be completely silent, but I guess it's the outside noises that that traumatize this, this kid.
1: This isn't real.
0: This is absolutely real. So church members believe that noises, sounds, and words while a child is being born can possibly cause trauma, which in turn causes the production of of n-grams which okay. is okay <laughs> this is the scientology <laughs> the thing. negative yeah. yeah the negative scientology things that we absorb in our body through yeah this day. is we, the thing the you fuck like knows why
1: clip your penis to a machine and it, it <laughs> charts them out for you or whatever
0: no nate that was that was just that weird night that you were hanging out by yourself and some guy yeah rolled down his window and, and paid you money um uh so scientologists believe that it is also a way to assist a newborn in his or her development spiritually. <sighs> cool. So, very <laughs> <you> cool. <go>. Silent. <laughs> it's birth. a mandatory practice in Scientology doctrine, apparently. Um, it's based upon the principle, uh, principle that the expectant mother must be provided the utmost care and respect. In Hubbard's words, everybody must learn to say nothing <laughs> within the expectant mother's hearing using labor and delivery. For how long? yeah exactly for nine months well so <laughs> i read later in the article that um somebody was saying that you're not supposed to speak for a whole week
1: oh that sucks
0: <laughs> but uh i guess the scientologist refuted that saying like that's crazy uh can which the is, mother speak um yes after the birth i guess is like what i kind of gleaned from this um but you can still drink and smoke right yeah, totally. Yeah, no, that's like <laughs> the thing about being Scientologist is you got to be cool though. That's yeah. the whole thing. Is you
1: wear sunglasses in there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, from all the celebrities, listen that are to Born to Be Wild. And- yeah, most of them are wearing sunglasses at night to the mm-hmm. VMAs. You know, um, they got they got a reputation to uphold. That kids getting in sunglasses the second it comes out too. Um, so the efficiency of the silent birth has been questioned by a number of doctors and other healthcare professionals. Uh, uh, Patricia Devine, MD, a maternal fetal medicine specialist who directs the Labor and Delivery Unit at Columbia University Medical Center said, There's absolutely no scientific evidence that taking noise away at the time of delivery will have any effect on outcome for the baby or the mother. (laughs) So,
1: yeah, yeah, that's bullshit.
0: It is funny that Scientologists get to be called Scientologists. That seems like bullshit. <laughs> Stuff like this is not backed up by science at all. It it should be sci sci tologist
1: That's true, right? i that's never. A really good, that's a really good. That's an extremely valid point you've just made. I mean, being that sci-fi, I'm is really proud technically of you.
0: Science fiction, but like,
1: it's p- plausible. Okay,
0: I'm now understanding that like part of <laughs> he wrote sci-fi novels that this is all based on uh-huh. sci-fi inherently has the word fiction in it yeah oh my god what are these fucking people thinking
1: <laughs> it's they think it's science non-fiction
0: but that's not then it would be sci-nofi
1: <laughs> <laughs> sci <Sci-no-fi. laughs> which is like a whole cool right. new book that
0: yeah. we're going to start yeah
1: it's going to i'm going to start my own religion where you everyone has to scream during the birth <laughs> <laughs> It's the loud <laughs> birth. To
0: really get this baby ready for real life.
1: That, yeah, you have to like blast the sound of busy traffic out of speakers and stuff oh, like fuck. that. <laughs> uh,
0: another doctor said it may be in the Scientologist literature, but it's not in the scientific literature. In my oh. understanding, L. Ron Hubbard never spent any time in a medical school studying pediatrics or studying neo- uh, neo- neonatal development. Uh, I mean... To-
1: L. Ron Hubbard is an interesting character for having created this thing out of his ass, yeah. and people are just like, "That's me."
0: But that's the thing—he's a character. Yeah, like, yeah this is—it's a great movie. It's a bad real life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's—I saw the Church of Scientology downtown Portland a couple days ago, dude.
0: There's—we used to go fuck around at the Church of Scientology in Manhattan when I'd visit Mackenzie in uh, New York, and they have just. They had an insane amount of trash on the on their corner of the block, and we were just having fun with it, just fucking throwing it in the door and being complete pieces of shit, but it's, they deserve it. Like, stop conning people. Jesus Christ. Yep. So, there was a couple special cases um, where this was brought up uh, with Scientologists. Um, basically, just these people in Nebraska, um, the babies have to get a mandatory blood test, Uh and they said this would violate their right to to practice the silent birth method. So this is Ray and Louise spearing. Uh, if you're still out there, avoid them. Fuck those guys. Uh, according to the lawsuit, every effort should be made to avoid subjecting the baby to loud sounds, talking, stress, or pain during the last uh, first seven days of the baby's life. Um, uh, well, so th- sure.
1: I mean, that's sounds fine. Because the baby
0: goes through so much pain during the birth process, the, the Scientologists does. believe that a newborn baby should not be subjected to any further pain or significance the baby the goes through pain? experiments
1: with the, the baby's wh- not coming out of a okay. baby, you know like
0: <laughs> I mean but to be fair yes the baby has to get blood drawn that's part of it um, and they also it doesn't be-
1: have a baby coming out of it though yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's true, but I mean, like, it's still, you know, their whole their whole complaint is just that it's like, yeah, it's getting blood drawn, and if it's a male, it's getting a circumcision, maybe. I mean, like, snip, that's up snip. to the parents, but but yeah, so, I, you know, baby's experienced, but they're already fucking crying. I mean, that, based off of what my mom and other pregnant women have told me is like, yeah, like, you know, you just do it all at the beginning because the baby's already, like, freaking, you know. At, at, you it's ever, not uh, as much trauma as it's going to have for the next couple of years. You ever see
1: or know about the movie? uh I don't remember what the name of the movie is. I think it might just be called Baby. But it's okay. like <laughs> it comes out and something's wrong with it. And it murders everyone in the room.
0: Oh, God. Okay. So a B-horror flick about yeah. A Baby. Yeah.
1: like screaming and with like flashing red eyes and just like bites the necks of the doctors and stuff. Sounds like it makes the movie Damien and then the rabbit from the Holy
0: Grail. Sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, yeah, B movie horror, pref- uh, you know, films, uh, definitely, <laughs> really personified babies as being terrifying. That in the movie Train Spotting, when that baby climbs up the wall and its head turns around. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, let's see. The last thing was this uh, lady named Katie Holmes. Uh, you may know her as Tom Cruise's wife. Oh yeah. Uh, Called it. Who converted to Scientology from Roman Catholicism? That seems. That <laughs> seems. Crazy to like have these two religions compare, like Roman Catholicism, and, and you know, like something that's been around for thousands of years and switching to Scientology. Uh, we're expecting a child. Uh, reports that the couple would follow the practice of silent birth were denied until photos were taken of large placards being delivered to the couple's mansion bearing instructions for the silent birth, such as be silent and make all physical movements slow and understandable.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Babies don't understand much yet. So
0: it's just funny. It's funny to think that they had a quiet birth like this poor, poor Katie Holmes, man. Like, I don't think we truly understood all the bullshit she had to go through with Mm -hmm. Tom Cruise in the beginnings of Scientology. Like before all this shit was like flesh, like, Tom Cruise is like, right there. Like, Scientology yeah. dropped, and him and John Travolta were like, Hey, uh, this seems like a pretty cool thing for me. Uh, Which hey, one are you? I'm <laughs> trying to figure it out. Yeah, I don't know what Tom Cruise sounds like. He uh, sounds
1: just like a normal dude. Yeah. Like uh, this guy. Hey.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, no, hey, Tom. <laughs> hey, Tom. I'm Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it is often reported in the media during this time that the speaking to the infant during the first week of its life was barred by Scientology doctrine as well. A church spokesperson termed this, sorry, termed this with a total fabrication. Uh, the Church of Scientology International writes: L. Ron Hubbard never wrote that parents should not speak to their child for seven days following the birth. That sounds
1: awfully traumatic for the child.
0: Yeah. Well, the same website the also this, says yeah, the world. idea of silent birth is based on L. Ron Hubbard's research into the mind and spirit. He found that words spoken during moments of pain and unconsciousness can have adverse effects on the sure. individual later Whatever. in life. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it's like,
1: yeah. So if like you punch me in the face and I, and say pomegranate at the same time, like next time I see a pomegranate, I'm going to be, I'm going to be re-traumatized yeah (laughs) it's like that's kind of the theory here i'm
0: trying to think of like what what can happen during a childbirth that will actually traumatize a child like what if everybody in the room was laughing earthquake yeah because the doctor gets killed by a piece of ceiling tile Yeah. yeah anyways but yeah so that's uh that's the silent birth that's the fucking weird l ron hubbard scientologist bullshit definitely think we need to get rid of this um Cannot see any positive thing. No, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, coming from fucking uh, yeah, no, that seems bad. Um, yeah. So, what you got, buddy?
1: <sighs> got the 2010 country music song. Pretty good at drinking beer.
0: Fuck yeah! You know this one? Fuck yeah! Um, no, I don't, because I, I don't, I don't even... think I listen to like pop country past like I don't know, probably 2006 or seven. Let's hang
1: on a sec here. We need a taste.
0: Yeah, when you, let's dip in. Let's dip our toes in, get a little taste.
1: First comment on the YouTube video is 2010. Wow, am I old? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Says the two guys that are about to go to a 10 year reunion of a Tokyo police club show on Wednesday. Fucking psyched for that. Oh my God. Oh my God, I can't wait to see that. <laughs>
1: I think we get it,
0: yeah, I think we got it.
1: So he's just like, I'm really bad at everything, but I'm okay at beer, drinking. <laughs> so, I mean the
0: best is just the worst, you know it's kinda, it's kind of like,
1: yeah, I, I feel that way sometimes. you know, you just gotta you gotta take the the wins when you can get them, you know, I'm not the type to work in a bank. I'm no good at slapping on things now, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Why can't
0: he work in a bank? Don't have
1: a knack for making motors crank.
0: (laughs) Wait, so this guy's just unemployable because of something he did in his past. Yeah. This guy murdered people or something, and he's complaining about not being able to work anymore. I
1: ain't much for mowing thick grass. I'm too slow for working too fast. This guy can't mow grass? (laughs) I don't do windows, so honey, don't ask. That's (laughs) fine. I don't do Windows. I don't. Uh, <laughs> okay. This is a fucking lazy. It's low key
0: misogynistic, shit. too. I don't do Windows. It's like, but she does. You know, like that's horrible.
1: Uh, Yeah. A go getter, maybe I'm not. I'm not known for doing a lot.
2: It's fucking sucks as shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, wasn't born for digging deep holes. I'm not made for paving long roads. This guy can't ditch dig or pave. I can't cut out to climb high line poles. Pretty, that makes sense, though. Pretty good at drinking beer. <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> 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 fucking loser. Okay, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, released it. You know, probably charted <laughs> you know
0: prob- we we talk about the stupidest lyrics we just we we tear them down we put them in the dirt and then we go probably charted though yeah, right? like, yeah. it's horrible we work our whole lives at music but this guy fucking figured it out by saying i can't do anything except drink beer the most problematic song and even icp would be like Yo, man, I'm fucking good at something. You know, like there's something in the world I'm good this at. This is insane, though. No. It's than like drinking beer.
1: Uh, one review said, uh, stating that compared to other drinking songs, this one matches the pace of the kind of drinking he's talking about.
0: What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> How does this what song- the fuck does that mean? How does
1: this song sound like a drinking pace? It's got the
0: right down <laughs> Man, you know what's perfect for drinking? Like at 85 BPM. You know what I'm saying? Just under the natural.
1: <laughs> yeah, another another thumbs down. Plods in circles without any sort of reward for listeners. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, nice. Yeah, I There's do. There's a music video, too. Yeah, of course there is. I mean... Where his girlfriend, Cindy... uh what the He's fuck?
0: got a girlfriend?
1: Uh, middle-aged, o- middle-aged overweight man going to a pool party, presumed to be for his girlfriend named Cindy, and then... uh, 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 f- uh What the fuck? I don't get it. <laughs> uh, whatever. This, There's a f- troubling story where the main character, his girlfriend gets swooped up by like a hot guy, and then goes to the pool party, and then punches him in the face or something. It's not a good story. So that's
0: whatever. the... <laughs> And and then, That's and then, the vindicated ending for our hero. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, the singer, Currington, isn't. He's just singer's there. singer's
0: name is Currington?
1: Yeah. He's just there singing. Billy Currington. He's just there with a the guitar at this party while this shit's happening. So he's not even the character.
0: <laughs> he just punches a dude in the face. <laughs> uh, he's just
1: sitting there with his acoustic guitar telling the story of the pool party or something. Um, I'm pretty good at drinking beer. It's, <laughs> like, all right. Cool, man. <laughs> It's good. Get a job, fucking idiot. It
0: sounds like he's not allowed to have a job. It sounds like this is the story of a man who was either fired from everything or got a DUI and is now unhirable.
1: Got multiple DUIs, I'm sure. this
0: guy is only good at drinking beer. And the cop pulls him over and says, why were you doing 20 over? And he's like, "Oh wait, well, I'm (laughs) sucking driving, but I'm great at drinking beer. Uh...
1: Uh, Billy Currington challenges the antagonist to a game of beer pong and proceeds to demolish him and win back the cute girl. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is
0: a dream scenario for every every idiot dude in college yeah. thinking that I There were nights that I was playing beer pong where I said the reason that I'm doing this is to get laid tonight. Somebody's yeah. going to notice I've been there, but yeah. the difference is this guy is fucking 38, yeah. and I was 22 years old. <laughs> yeah, That's disappointing. That uh, It's just every time I hear about some shit that I hate, I'm like, but I heard about it, which means that they're doing better than I will ever do in music, and it fucking sucks.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the song is bad. It and is. that's what people like about it, country people. They, they're like, hey, this song has beer in it. <laughs> uh-huh. I guess it's kind of mean in our song, because the beers in the song are the beer. I drink at the same pace as this song.
0: The character that you're being right now is very introspective for what he is. A guy that listened to the song because he likes the guy's drinking beer.
1: I like listening to this. I don't know. I don't touch drink myself, but I like this song because this guy's bad at stuff. Me too. Like accents.
0: Hey, Dale, ever since you got that philosophy degree, man, I really feel like you've gotten in touch. You've been living in the moment and whatnot. Yeah. And you've been writing down your thoughts, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Now, the fact that one of them thoughts was... uh i I really enjoy songs about drinking beer. I mean that's you know it, it's it's a little shortcoming, I'll say there's probably more to that you know, you could kind of dig a little deeper if you need to, but uh you know, we're proud of you here on the ranch and uh you're getting a promotion all right oh hell, yeah, yeah, here's helping you you write that book there guy. you write that book. We're gonna teach you how to how to write first, but um <laughs> it's not that different from reading, all right ain't I that mean- different from
1: reading. It's not bad, you know, it's not too bad. I mean, bad. think
0: about it. Two weeks ago, you was tearing the pages out of that book and eating them, and you was telling us that's how you you was reading because you were, you know, embarrassed for I'll, not being able to read. I
1: learned how to read right to left. I don't know what to tell you. Well,
0: you know, it's, it's good if you've been reading all that Japanese manga, and, uh, you know, they write them books right to left. I ain't seen no problems with it. You know, I, I like them pictures. It's got big titties in them, and I, I can appreciate that. Um but yeah, we're we're gonna teach you how to write, man. We're gonna we're I have a great time with you. I ever told you that? I feel like you and I like get each other. You know, we we, we watch really? anime
1: together and probably should go out for some beers sometime. We
0: should probably go out for yeah, yeah. I hey, got
1: I got some lukewarm ones in the barn. Uh drink well, on bird. Fuck
0: yeah, man. I just got some new manga in the truck and we can read some manga and drink some beers, buddy. Fuck yeah. You're a cool guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like <laughs>
1: Hand those me one are, more. Those are good characters. That's those what are, I'm here for. I'm wow. built for having a ball. <laughs> I love the nightlife. I love my Bud Light. That's a sponsorship right there, buddy. I like them cold and tall. The character who reads things backwards, trying to understand lyrics for a song, that's where my <laughs> mind went. And it's like, so holes deep digging for born wasn't I? I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Beer drinking at good, pretty I am. <laughs>
0: That sounds <laughs> with the right if you'd put the right inflection on it, if I might have believed it. Um all right. Yeah. Well that's s- just that. Speaking of reviewing music, uh let's do a no one likes you music review. It is a no one likes you music review. I said it no one likes
1: you music review. no one likes you. Oh yay, I love this segment. <laughs>
0: All right, so all right. Uh, it's been hey. a while. It's been yeah. a while since we did a No One Likes You music review. Um, Can I look at it? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Got to stay over there. Um, All right, so for those of y'all that have never heard this segment, basically um, I go on Pitchfork, which is just a lovely music review site that's written by Chicago hipsters. Um, They've been doing it forever and ever and ever, and I look up all the 3.0 and below reviews. And uh, I try and find one that I think Nate can get uh, based off of the artist and his choice in music and what he likes to listen to. So Nate gets to um, Nate gets to ask five questions or er, uh, ask three questions, and he gets three guesses. Um, but I'm gonna read some pieces from the Pitchfork article, and based off of that information, uh, Nate is gonna is gonna guess. Yeah,
1: and I, I've been I've not missed a single one. <laughs> I think I don't know. You've gotten
0: two out of four. I That's believe. not
1: true. I got I got I got some with no questions though. The well, ones I got, got were like So you boom.
0: got you got the flaming lips. Yeah. And then you got the other Smash one. Uh, pumpkins uh, you or got, whatever. uh Judas Priest or no whoever. BTO. Um Yeah, Bachman Turner over. Yeah, Bachman Turner yeah, over. You got those two. Um all right. Now Within the article, I've replaced the band name with band name. I've replaced the album with album. And I've also replaced vocalist and guitarist with the words vocalist and guitarist. So right. that way I don't give away anything, which I have done in the past. Go. So, go, go, go. Um, all right. So, uh, band name <laughs> drew attention for its technical proficiency. Ugh, but behind dwebs. all the meter changes <laughs> and 30 second note polyrhythms, album featured some very strong melodies. Oh, good. The album's best moments registered in part because of the galling. Oh God. These, the stupidest words, the galling pomposity. pomposity?
1: God, that, that
0: (laughs) I know that using those words next to each other is evidence of
1: galling pomposity or whatever. It's like, it is. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's Chicago hipsters. I don't know what to
0: tell you. Um, with which they were delivered, uh, But the tripartite solos—what
1: the fuck (laughs) is that word?
0: And the vocalist's ornate vocal wallpaper shouldn't have held up with the uh, should have held up without a backbone. Uh, The band managed to integrate themselves with so many who would have otherwise relegated the album to the realm of ironic pleasures because they had the tact and melodic good sense to make masturbation acceptable a deceptively Victorian set of listeners. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> what is just, that fucking it's sentence? It's just
0: alphabet soup. It's <laughs> so bad. Victorian. But there's some good clues in there. I kept okay. that one. It's kind of boring, but I kept it because it's got good clues. Okay. All right. Of course, there was always the kid with the green Ibanez who didn't know better and staged impromptu, the guitarist's name, Defecation Rituals.
1: Okay. <laughs> with no he ap- shat himself.
0: <laughs> with, yeah, with no apologies, album name... Uh the the band name. Uh new seventy seven minute five track gratuitously subdivided and feebly narrated album oh, is God. for him. Yeah. Call it what you will, but be sure to have finished your homework before tackling this gnarled swamp thing. <laughs> Their most sophisticated algorithms are contained within sturdy sonic superstructures.
1: In this okay. sense, that's what music is.
0: In this sense, okay. <laughs> you have I'm a mad. Point. You have a point. <laughs> but in this sense, they're more Mastodon than they are King Crimson. Okay. Okay. Uh, only they kicked about a third as much ass as Dream Theater's side project.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: the opener song title. Which is said to tell the story of an HIV positive male prostitute okay. and drug addict born out of rape. But who knows? Question mark. <laughs>
1: okay. Wow. These
0: are just kind of these last these last three are just like kind of single installments that I said. These are fucking crazy. <laughs> it says, smoke a bull first if you need to but nothing short of opium will convince me that there aren't more productive ways to spend 30 minutes trying to fill a redwood with a plastic spoon than listening to this beast. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right, and the last one. Uh, Here, they seem hellbent on making an album that's as contagious as possible, and the result is a homogenous shit heap of stream of consciousness (laughs) (laughs) turgidity.
1: Okay, shit heap. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, so that is, that is your, your clues. Um, All right. You get to ask three questions yep. and take three guesses. I can also read back anything that I've read so far, um, but do you have any questions?
1: Yeah, what year is this?
0: Okay, this was released in February 27th,
1: 2005. Oh, wow, back then, okay.
0: Yes, sir. Hmm. I'll also tell you it was released under Interscope Records. That's a freebie.
1: Mm, that doesn't help me. <laughs> okay. Uh, 2005. So this is probably like emo, prog, math stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, because polyrhythmic oddities or whatever the <laughs> <Yeah. is> fuck. <laughs> this is your wheelhouse, bud. Yeah. This
0: is what you do.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I I, I like this d- 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 dorky music shit. You do. Um, that I, being I said, I'd- I don't know if I know this record though.
0: You may not know the record, but you definitely know the band. Okay. Um,
1: they said you said it was more um. More Macedon, less King Crimson.
0: I will give you that question for free because, yes, that was something I said in the no, past. No, I was yeah. just asking yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It sounded said. like a second question. I was no. just making sure. I was keeping you to no. your guns. All right. Um, I do have the album artwork in front of me as well if you want uh, to ask anything about the album artwork.
1: Do you want to describe it to me?
0: <laughs> that doesn't sound like a question, Nate. Can name. you
1: describe what it is?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can. That's your second question. <laughs>
1: okay will you I
0: have the ability (laughs) don't use your third question yes i will oh you're out of questions all right so
1: that's how you played it
0: no all right i'll give you those two back because that was stupid and now you learned a lesson are you going
1: to describe will you do you mind describing something about the album art for (laughs) me
0: do you realize the answer to that question is yes but there will not be an answer
1: how right. do I ask you right. this? Here's, with, here's the deal. With, here's I the need deal. to ask your consent.
0: <laughs> I will. This is not something I will do. You the, brought it this up. Is, because you could ask a question about the album artwork, like what it included or something. But with that said, what
1: does I the album art include?
0: There you go. That's the right way to pose it. Okay. okay. So the album artwork is two guys in red hoods. Um, one is driving a blue vintage car <laughs> while the other one is also driving a car. Okay. And they're passing by each other. Uh, two red hoods, two cars passing each other. Hmm. And that is the full scope of the album artwork. You have one more question. Okay.
1: Yeah, Mastodon, that, that sounds about right, but it's not them. So, okay. And then I thought Dream Theater because you, but that was mentioned in the article already. So um, they're in the vein of all this stuff. That's why it's shit, been described fuck. that way. Boner, 2005. Yeah, soaring technical and hugely long songs. Who the fuck is that? It's, um, it's a lot of people you listen to. Yeah. but
0: I would say, um, I would say that.
1: Oh, I haven't guessed anything yet. Why don't I guess?
0: Okay, yeah, give me you got three guesses. Okay.
1: Um The Fall of Troy.
0: No, but it was a good guess. That was a good guess. Okay. Beloved emo band Fall of Troy. Uh they, they, writer of FCP Remix. They started around two thousand five. They yeah. did. Yeah. I would say that FCP Remix probably came out in like two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I mean that's that was not a great guess, but it's okay. It was a good guess. You know they're still around, right? Yeah,
0: it's they're on tour fucking again. Fucking horrifying! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah, seeing yeah. them live within yeah. the past like five, six years. Yeah. Um okay. All right, you got two more guesses. One more question. Um, you cannot phone a friend. I am your only friend. So all oh,
1: right, I'll call you then. <laughs> uh. Oh. Between the Buried and me. Ooh no. But that's about the same time, Another
0: good guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, between Which the buried and me is is either of those closer?
0: Oh god. Um, it's, it's, I would say I would say that the wait. fall of Troy is probably closer than BT Band. Being All right. that BT Band I is like another, metal band. Yeah,
1: I got another question then.
0: Okay, another question.
1: Um This might not be a great question. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Uh clean vocals or screams? Clean. Oh. I would say
0: for the most part Interesting. I would say for the most part I'm trying to think of all their discography And I don't, I don't believe there's a lot of screaming If any mm. I will give you a hint They had a previous band Before this band That was very popular as well mm-hmm. That did have partial screaming in it
1: Oh fuck Oh
0: fuck But I would say this band was bigger than that one
1: Was hmm. Oh damn it all right. Time is drawing near, Nathan. Okay, one more guess. Um clean.
0: I'll give you one last hint. Okay. We have talked about this band within the past 48 hours, I'm going to say.
1: Oh, fucking hey. Yep. Damn it all. Think um,
0: about pro- like think about modern day Prague. Last hint, they're one of the biggest modern day prog bands that I can think of that are almost extending to the mainstream. That I am basically giving it away with that. Nate, I'm gonna give you ten seconds. 10, 9, nine, eight. Circus Survive. seven. Nope. Uh the band is the Mars Volta. Oh, the God band damn is it. the Mars Volta. This was Francis the Mute. Came out in two thousand five on Interscope. Album. Yes, it is. Oh, man. <laughs> They are. it's <laughs> fuck you. You wouldn't have gotten it from the album artwork no. anyways. Um that's okay, Nate. You know, you are two for three on this game, which still puts you in a perfectly decent spot. Um but uh, yes, guess, once yeah, again that the was the, hint. that yeah, was the okay. Mars Volta Francis the Mute Interscope I Records two thousand five. It got a two that is that is the center of Nate's Nate's music love. Comes from the Mars Volta, Not but that with record. that,
1: uh, it's uh, and the Comatorium.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's everyone's. Nobody listened to this fucking album, yeah. apparently. But with that, that is the end of the episode, y'all. We appreciate you guys taking a listen. Um, me and Nate are still just trying to figure it out out here in Portland, Oregon. We met the neighbors downstairs, who can probably hear us right now. Oh yeah. Um. Had a wonderful, raucous Halloween time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time for Halloween. I hope you all did, too. I hope you guys enjoyed the Halloween episode. I had a good time making that uh, intro theme for you all. Nate had some production, uh, production moments on that, giving me the idea for the werewolf sounds and whatnot.
1: Um, but, yeah. I, oh, man. That, there's good tunes on that Francis the Mute, though.
2: <laughs> without an answer. I'm
1: not going to stay. this Freeze is all I'm going
2: to hear about shit.
0: for the rest of the night. So thanks to me for that. Um, Nate, we have to figure out what we're going to what we're going to get rid of. I, I think it's a pretty easy answer, though. <laughs> I think it's got to be the silent birth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's not necessary.
0: Because Jack Black's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, Jack Black, <laughs> the rat killer. And then uh, whatever the other thing I said don't matter. <laughs>
0: It's just a How funny country How does this happen? We're like...
1: We talk about four things and we forget half of them every time.
0: Yeah. Like the second... We're we we're doing the podcast currently yeah. and we forgot about it already. <laughs> um, all right, y'all. Well, the silent birth has been eliminated and put on the list. Um, but with that, yeah. It's the same old, same old, y'all. Um, Maddie, Daddy, uh, Vintage. I, I've been posting a lot of my Depop. So yep. if you guys need some vintage clothes, I've been sourcing some fun stuff here in Portland. Got a cool No Doubt Tour tee from 1997 that I'm mm-hmm. psyched about. Um, but yeah, me and Nate are working on music and we're looking for jobs <laughs> still.
1: <laughs> it hasn't been that long. Uh, no, it hasn't been that long. Yeah, I mean, if you want to catch up with me directly, musically, that's uh, on Chime Weather. I'm uh, going to be going to more local shows, figuring the music scene out in Portland here and uh, see you out there okay well
0: as always you guys um this is nothing podcast at gmail.com uh we are now nearing our 25th episode which i am going to me and nate are gonna write some songs for you guys if you leave a review on apple music mm-hmm. um it has to be uh Leave a... I hope it's a five-star review. It'd be crazy if you did anything less than that. But leave a review and write a review. We're yep. only giving them out if you have written a review. So just type a couple words out for us, and we'll write you a whole song. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll
1: be nice to you if you're nice to us, and we will demolish you if you're not.
0: Exactly. So, <laughs> And there's a couple of y'all out there that are getting special songs just because you have either listened to all the episodes or we have gotten great feedback from you in person um, mm-hmm. so expect those um, as always we dedicate our album artwork to Elias with Dogged Line Design Supply uh, catch out he he finished his all of his October work it's super cool you can check that out on his Instagram at Dogged Line Design Supply um, but with that that is the end of the episode um, me and Nate need to figure out a way to end the episodes <laughs> And yeah we've, we've tried, tried a few things yeah we've tried a couple of things but I think it would be fun if you guys had anything that you thought would be fun to end the episode with. Otherwise, we're gonna I think we're gonna try out like a I couple mean, next yeah. episode. I think we're just gonna give you guys some ideas and then you tell us which one's your favorite.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll put a poll out there or something, because I, I think the option of maybe just trying to shut the fuck up is a good <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> like, just, just so be with like, that,
0: okay. Hey, Nate, shut the fuck up. End All of the right. episode. Good night, everybody.
1: Oh. That doesn't work.